Hungry Howie's knows there's nothing better than pepperoni pizza, but the question is, which pepperoni reigns supreme? Now, you got the crispy, classic cupped pepperoni, you know, the satellite dishes, big fan. But why choose one when you get both? They got a pepperoni duo coming up. See, this is more up my alley right here. Pepperoni duo, you're getting the classic cup pepperoni, plus the original, plus 100% real cheese, unlike a lot of these other places around town. Get a large pepperoni duo, $9.99, only at Hungry Howie's. You realize we spend a third of our life sleeping? I know, stuck in traffic was a good guess, too. But now that you know you sleep so much, why aren't you sleeping on the most comfortable mattress arguably made in America? A brand new iComfort Eco by Serta. It's supportive and designed to keep you cool, comfortable, and feeling restored. Or check out Serta's perfect sleeper for pressure-relieving comfort and support while maintaining a balanced temperature. Serta mattresses made right here in Michigan, and they have been for over 110 years. Go to Serta.com. Find a retailer near you. That's Serta.com. All right, I got some exotics here. Trying to spice it up a little bit. Josh Allen and the Bills stunk up the joint on Monday night. And what was like the most watched football game of all time, apparently, based off all the ratings. Everybody wanted to see what Aaron Rodgers was going to do. And we saw all four plays of it. We also saw all four turnovers that Josh Allen had. Was not pretty. Was not great. The vibes officially bad in Buffalo. Especially when you see uh, Stefan Diggs being talked about by the reporters on a hot mic. Not great. Guys, when you see it says recording, they play the Raiders this week. Heavy, heavy favorites. I'm tempted. I'm tempted. I almost made a whole case of why we need to bet on the Bills outright. Instead, I'm going to take them in a a six-and-a-half point teaser. Tease it down. From down to two and a half. I'm going to pair that with the 49ers. Tease them down to, you know, either minus one or half a point, whatever, basically to win the game against the Rams. Because again, like I told you, the way this goes, pay attention. Sean McVay owns Pete Carroll. That's what I forgot last week. What I'm not forgetting this week is that Kyle Shanahan owns Sean McVay. Give me the Niners to win it. That's a six-and-a-half-point teaser. I like that one a lot. My next exotic play, taking a parlay here. First leg is the Packers on the money line. I know it's not very juicy. I liked what I saw out of Jordan Love, though. Aaron Jones' hamstring is concerning me. It's part of the reason why I'm not betting it straight out. Because I think Aaron Jones, all due respect to Christian Watson, hell, Jordan Love and uh, and uh, Romeo Dobbs, but I think Aaron Jones might be the best offensive player, offensive skill player on that team. If his hamstring is limited, I'm super concerned. So maybe wait a little while before placing this one. But I like them to go down to Atlanta and take care of a team that had some struggles offensively on third down. Struggles getting to third down, seemingly struggling to term, to determine who should get the ball, as we saw Bijan Robinson get outtouched by Tyler Algier. We saw Kyle Pitts have two catches, which was two more than Drake London had, and your quarterback Desmond Ritter, who I was a little bit high on to start the season, 
Love them coming out of Cincinnati. Was completed 15 passes for 115 yards. He was like 15 for like 18 or something like that. But still, 115 yards for an NFL starter. Congratulations. You're lucky you got the win. Shout out to Jesse Bates, who was the best player for the Atlanta Falcons in week one. I'm going to parlay that. Close your eyes. Plug your nose. Don't watch any. Don't watch any of these. I, I, I follow the QB school. JTL Sullivan, former NFL quarterback. He played for the Saints. That's how I got turned on to him. I'm a New Orleans kid originally. But I follow the QB school and watch all his film breakdowns. If you watch his film breakdowns this week, you're not going to agree with this pick. But I'm taking the Bears, parlaying the Packers and the Bears on the money line. That comes in about plus 345. The Bears playing the Bucks here. If Kirk Cousins wasn't, I won't call him terrible. If work, if Kirk Cousins wasn't so overwhelmingly average at quarterback, there's no way the Bucs win that game. I think if Baker Mayfield doesn't somehow know the defensive signals that the Buccaneers were calling out. I'm sorry, that the Vikings were calling out. I think the Buccaneers lose that game. Saw a report on Twitter that Baker Mayfield was literally calling out the Vikings defenses in the huddle, letting everybody know what what, what they were going to be running. I don't see that happening again. Justin Fields is a dynamic runner of the football. We know that to be true. They called zero designed runs in week one against the Packers. Now, they got behind schedule. They they started to lose, and you got to throw to keep up. Justin Fields made some decent throws week one. I know their offensive concepts are all across the board. I think they'll dumb it down. Week one is who teams think they are. So you see the Giants dropping back with Daniel Jones all that time. Same with Justin Fields. They're going to have to figure out whether or not what their actual identity is, and I'll have a secret for you. It's ground and pound. I expect the Bears to be able to maintain possession of the ball in a much better way than they were in week one. I think that gives them a great shot to win outright. My third parlay, and I honestly feel like I'm getting this one at a little bit of a discount. Taking the Panthers on the money line to win outright on Monday night. I sold you all the reasons why they should cover. A lot of them are anti-New Orleans. We'll see what that goes on. But I'll tell you what, as long as I got this podcast, I very well may be betting against Dennis Allen and Derek Carr until they show me otherwise that I don't need to donate my – I'll be donating my money if I do pick them. But right now, it's been cashing. It's been cashing for a long time. So I'm taking the Panthers on the money line. And I'm pairing that with the New England Patriots. What, Martin? The Patriots played the Dolphins. Did you watch the game in SoFi last week? Absolutely did. And Tyreek Hill, for my dollar, is the best wide receiver in the NFL. All due respect to Devontae Adams. But Tyreek Hill, I think, provides the most unique coverage issues for a defense. Because he's so small, it's hard to jam. And if you go up there on the line of scrimmage and try to jam him and he gets by you, good night, Irene. He's gone. Bill Belichick is famous for making 
offensive opponents play quote unquote left handed. I know two is a left handed quarterback. That's not what we're talking here. I think the Patriots will be able to slow down this Dolphins offense and frustrate Mike McDaniel in a little bit of a way because Mike McDaniel is not going to run the ball, possess the ball. That's not his DNA. That's not his MO. It's not what got him here. And I imagine once you get to the dance, you dance with a girl, you, you broke. He wants to throw the ball, and he's got all the weapons in the world to do it. Now, let me say this. Mike McDaniel starts running Tyreek Hill into the backfield and Jalen Waddle into the backfield and doing these jet sweeps and those fake little touchdown passes that Mahomes would throw that are really handoffs, but he just let his let his hands go. So if it became a fumble, it's actually an incompletion, which I hated, by the way. It's like, just hand the ball off, run the read option. This is football. If he starts doing that with two and them, then I'd be surprised. And I think the Patriots would be surprised too. But if he comes out and has a similar offensive strategy to what he did against the Chargers, the Chargers and Brendan Staley are the biggest fool's gold in the NFL, where Brendan Staley is supposed to be this defensive mastermind. Just go look at how they give up consistently 400 yards a game, 24, 20, over 24 points a game, because pretty regularly. Just It's not great. Bill Belichick's not doing that. And I know this may sound crazy, especially considering that Mac Jones threw an interception that turned into a pick six to Darius Slay, which ended up being the difference in the game. But I liked what I saw out of the Patriots offense, especially considering what they looked like last year with the brain trust of Joe Judge and uh, and Matt Patricia calling the plays. If you're from Detroit, you already know how half of that would have went, the Matt Patricia half. Never seen a guy with a pencil in his ear holding a laminated piece of paper more frequently than Matt Patricia. Bill O'Brien has got it together in terms of this offense. Mac Jones looked decisive. And if Keyshawn Booty would get his booty on the ground instead of running out of bounds, tap two toes, brother, you're out of LSU. This is the big leagues. Need two feet in. If he had gotten two feet in on both of those passes, which credit to Mac were NFL receiving level pass, like you should have been able to catch those. I think we're looking at an entirely different game, especially when you're previewing this Thursday night one. Secretly, I like the Vikings, but this probably won't get out in time. I think you're looking at an entirely different discourse when you see if you saw a Patriots team knock off. The uh, the silver medalist from last year in the in the Philadelphia Eagles taking the Patriots on the money line, the Panthers on the money line. That's plus four thirty right now. So there you go, there you have it. Again, Mike, it's your pizza toppings. It's not you. And nothing but love for you, pal. With that, good luck, everybody. Let's make some money.